0: Ian Bey, he's about halfway down, there's a Mishnah, not to be confused with the Mishnah below it, but this Mishnah. Uh, um a get Yashan. we'll see what that is momentarily. We probably already know what it is. But Baishamai who I boxed If a husband's holding on to a get yashan, poter adam He could he could give it to her, it would work. If he gives it to her, uh, to divorce her, it would work even though it's a get Yashan, Whereas base Hillel, we box the base Hillel, they Oisrin. they say no. It's not going to work. What is ve'ezahu get yashan? Well, that would be any get which Kulshan is yachid ima ma'achar she kasvola. It's any get that after it was written and dated, uh, after that time the husband went into a secluded area, whether it was three hours later, whether it was three years later, um, that would be a get yashan. Okay. Uh, husband and wife. When they're husband and wife, they go into Yehud. It's not a problem. When they're not, they don't. So it's, it's old because they had, they had, after that date, lived together in a husband and out. Did they actually do anything? Did they have relations? Did she become pregnant? We, we don't know. But that's a get, Yashem. But my kamifligi, what's the essential point of machlokas? Everyone agrees maybe you shouldn't use it, but if a husband uses get yash and divorces his wife, Beishamah says it's good, Beisil says no, what are they arguing about? Well, Beishamah who underlines Savri, lo amrinan, we do not say this concern is something that concerns us. What might happen? Let's say I get a get, husband and wife, written out in 2016. Okay? Husband didn't use it, he was in yichur with his wife. They even had a few more kids. And then he decides to pull it out like in 2019 or 2020 and give it to her. Then years later, a couple decades later, they'll see, wow, look at this. We have a get here that's dated 2016. And there's a few kids that were born like 2018, 2019. What's with those kids? Where'd they come from? Whose were they? Uh, that's the problem. Beis says, we don't worry about that. We don't make a gazera. That should be a problem because maybe people say, whereas Beis Hillel, who underlines Safri, Amrinan, we do apply that principle and we're concerned and therefore make a gazera that the get should be no good lest it lead to a case of shamayim rugita kailin labina. Period. Okay. Let's say it was used, the get yashon. Even according to, let's say, Beis Hillel, who said it's asr. Well, Amr shmuel if she like remarried another fellow using this get yashon, Low taste. We don't make her um, break up that new relationship. She does not have to leave that. V'ika de Alternatively, I squeal in on the ikadamri. A second Lashen. Amar Abba, Amar Shmuel. Um, this is even a more subtle distinction. Im Garsha wasn't supposed to use it. But the husband did use it. Well, Tina say, She can even get remarried to a new guy, L'Chadchila. That's even uh, more distinctive. And so according to the second Lashen of Abba Amar Shmuel, shouldn't use it. But if you did, okay, it's good. According to the first session, shouldn't use it, and it's actually no good. Unless, of course, you got remarried using it, then we would retroactively say that it was a good get. Next, Mishnah. That be the case, for example, if, it a, if it was a coin, and I'm talking to get the and there are children afterwards, so what, they become halalim? People? I think we're, our real concern is that we won't know what happens. There'll be no witnesses of when that get was actually given. And, and then the, her children will have questionable status. When you write out the get, this this Mishnah goes from here till halfway down Payam and Aleph, and the Rashi's go almost the entire way down Payam and Aleph, and we've, I think we've touched either earlier in the or in Masekht Sivamas on a number of these sughis. So you're supposed to write out um, the get, and put the current ruling authority uh, into the document itself let's say you wrote it to get kosov sha'ina hoygenis for a uh, a power a governing authority that is not worthy we'll see who that is or that is not madai you uh, dated according to the years of how many years since the Medean kingdom uh, started to rule, which, by the way, doesn't even rule anymore. But you're still counting from it. Lashum Malchus Yovan, or Greece, which certainly was once an empire, but not anymore. Or you date it from Labanyan Habais, how many years it's been since the beginning of the since the building of the second base of Migdash. Or this one we know, Lachorban Habais, how many years it's been since the base of Migdash has been destroyed. Or. If you're in the East, but you write that you're in the West, this is the Sofer who's writing it, writes it as he's in the West, or he's in the West, in all those cases, it's very problematic. And therefore, a get that had one of these errors in it and was used, and then the woman got remarried to some other guy, she has to leave, obviously her first husband and her second husband, we basically want to throw the whole book at her to make sure that this would not occur. That Tsricha get, she needs another get. Mizeh, from her original husband, Umizeh, and whoever this new husband is. The Einla, and she basically has no rights at all. Rights that a normal Jewish woman would have when she doesn't get any Ksuba. She doesn't get any peros, She doesn't get any Mizonos. She doesn't get any Belos. Ksuba is the Ksuba payment. The, the peros, um would be that normally a woman gets redeemed because um, the payros rights that the husband has in her nechasim, if she gets taken captive, he would not have to redeem her. Mizonos is her weekly uh, grocery bills. Bilois are keeping the, the worn out clothes that she has. She gets none of that and she has no claims, not on whoever that original husband was, not on the other guy. And not only that, after the fact, let's say she took any of those things, not la mizau mizet, she has to return it. The Havlad, any children that she would have from the original husband after this, or the new husband is a momzer Mizeo Mize Mizeh. The Lo if either of those husbands, last name Cohen or is a Cohen, would not take part in her funeral. The Lo a Zakain, not only that, the men don't have any rights that they usually have over the ladies. They don't get to keep mitsiasa anything that she finds, or her weekly wages they don't get to keep. The Lo Dareha. Basically, we want to view as though they are totally not Shaykhah's husband and wife. Not only that, comma, if she was a, underline, bas uh, Yisroel, normally, if her husband passed away, she'd be able to still marry a Kohen. However, here, she's nifselas bina She's considered a zayna, which is forbidden for a Kohen to be with. If she's a bas levi, um, often she can go back and have Meister in her daddy's house. Nope. Mina Meiser, she doesn't get Meister anymore, and if she's a Bas Cohen, underline Bas Cohen. Mina Truma, she can no longer go back and have Truma. Yorshin uh, any heirs from either side, neither of them, uh, of hers, Yorshim Ksuba they would not inherit whatever Ksuba rights uh, they might normally have had, Ve'en Meisu, and if um, either of these husbands, either her original husband, or the guy who married her now, who we're saying there's no sheikhs If they die, childless, uh, no children, they can't do yibum, but they have to. Chalitza because there might still be a zika, but we're not going to allow a yibum. Slash. That's about as much of the book as we could throw at her. We threw her from the first page of the book to the last page of the book. Everything. We do not want her um, remarrying with one of these defective gets. How about this? Uh, Slightly new case. Shina shmoi. In the get itself, whatever the husband's name is, it changed it. Or Shma, or had a different name for her, Or Shame Iroi, whatever his city was, the husband's city, uh, that's incorrectly on the get written, V'Shem Iroi, or her city, and that was the get that was used, and then she remarried. Well, same thing, Tetzim Mizo Mize, she has to leave. She already left, but her original husband, her current husband, the had Hadjrochem, all of the various things that we had mentioned in the past 12, 13 lines, Ba' would apply to her, period. Ko'arayish, sh'amru. This is back to Mesachas HaZivamus. Remember we had said that if you have a man and he's got two wives, dies childless, that's normally a case of uh, one of them have to be Mechalit. So let's say one of them is a erva to one of the surviving brothers. There's 15 types of relationships that would potter not only them, but also their co-wives. So basically, all of them are off the hook and they just go and marry whoever they want. However, if it turns out <laughs> that their co wives would be mutter if the husband died, no children, since one of the widows is a erva to one of the surviving brothers, makes all of them. <laughs> so let's say these co wives went and they got remarried. And then it turns out, though, that the co wife who is the relative is really an islandist. She never develops, which means her marriage to the deceased, the guy who died without children, was actually not really a marriage, it turns out. Elu in which case, these ladies were really not supposed to go marry someone else until they had either yibum or chalitza. So, since they didn't wait, and they should have waited and clarified the issue, Taitse she will have to leave. Umiza, that would mean she can't go back and do yibum with the uh, surviving brother, she has to leave if she had a new relationship with some new guy, the Chol Hadroch, HaMe'ilu and all of the different uh, Chumras that we um, applied in the earlier case would apply here. That's a way to get out of becoming a How so? Remember, you have to have two wives to start out with. The whole thing, We have to be co-wives. This case also, imagine if you have a uh, man dies, doesn't have children, has two wives, and one of the two, who's a widow now, does yibum with her surviving brother. What happens to all the other ones? They're off the hook. They're free. So Ha es yevimtoi and a co-wife. Whether it's one or two or three co-wives go benisis lachan to another guy, and then I don't know, like a year or two later, they find out that the one who did the yibum uh, is really an islandess, is unable to produce children. Which means, like, it turns out retroactively, she never was even really married to the deceased husband. Nimse zusha is a islandess. Once again, Taitse Mizeu, Mize, This other Tsara can't go back to the original. Any of the surviving brothers can't continue living with her current husband. The chol hadrachem and all of the various Chumras that we apply ba apply to her. How about this case? This is a, uh, a, a it might be comical. If it wasn't so tragic. A lot of times you have one town cipher. What is the cipher? Do he writes writes write writes write, fillin, writes getin, writes. Receipts. I hereby received my ksuba. Let's say there's a couple who's getting divorced. Kosov, Seifer, get le'ish. So the man comes and says, Hey, Maishi, uh, uh, the Cypher, can you write out for me a divorce document? Sure. V'shoi, velisha. And the woman comes and says, Yeah, and I'm assuming my husband's going to want to pay up the ksuba right away. Can you write out a receipt? So as soon as he pays me, I'll be able to pay him. And then he rolls him up. And he gives the wrong document to the wrong party. Vita'a. I squiggle underline the word vita'a. and then he gives the document, which, by the way, we're assuming uh, these people are not like uh, contract lawyers. They didn't read it. Hey, okay, here's, the, here's, the, here's the, this is what I asked the sofer for. Veta'a. Vinal get le'isha. The sofer uh, comes to the woman and says, okay, here's what you ordered. Now she really wants a receipt when the two was paid. But she gets the get, comma, and underline here, Shaiver le'ish. And he gives the receipt to the man. No, he gave the wrong one to the wrong party. And then they had the official ceremony. And this is whoever the officiating rabbi is here where they should be fired, dis, uh, disbarred, taken away from the rabbinate. You're supposed to read the document and make sure the right document is changing. It, but let's say it wasn't. So they gave, they exchanged the documents. He gave her what he thought was the get. She gave him what he thought was the receipt. And sometime later, uh, they're looking at, Oh my goodness, there must have been a terrible mistake here. The man who just wants to make sure he's got his receipt, I know it's taxis and he's checking it, he ends up having the get, which means that they never gave the correct documents. Rebi either Elazar or maybe Eliezer, whose name I boxed, Eimer. he says, well, yeah, only if they discover this kind of like immediately. Imla Alter Yatzah um I underline Imla Alter Yatsa. If right away this comes to light that there was this terrible error, Einze get then it's not a good get. However, comma Imla Kharzman Yatsa underline those four words. If sometime later they were looking through the documents, either him or her and it comes to light that this happened sorry. Hare ze get. We'll assume that really was a good get. And there's probably some sort of funny business going on over here. It's not within the right of the first man, the first couple, to ruin what she's got going with her new husband. She got remarried. And he's going to come and say, one second here. I'm supposed to have the receipt. I have the get. It means like I never actually gave you the get. You're going to have to divorce this guy. No, we're not going to um, buy that story. Meaning uh, mean it was, it was a- State, it was not done Meaning, it was. We're going to assume it was done properly. Oh. If you know, you immediately know. it comes mm-hmm. to light, we're going to assume that it, and we'll define those terms: what it means immediately, what it means after time. But if if it happens after time, we basically figure there's some funny business going on over here. Really, it was a good get that he delivered to the wife. It was a good receipt that she delivered to him, and something else is going on. Maybe some sort of kanunia between the original couple. Okay, the first thing that we had said in the Mishnah, we're on uh, Daf Pei Amad Aleph. Uh, we're going to start the Gomorrah, which is about halfway down. The Mishnah said, if you write out the dates on the document to be according to, like, basically, the years of the Roman Empire. My, Malchus She'ena Hoigenis. Now, why, if it's the Roman Empire, is it called a uh, kingdom that is not really fitting? Well, first of all, it's referring to the Malchus Aromaim. Why is it referred to as a kingdom that is not fitting? Because one of the things the kingdom has is the uniqueness of their culture, specifically their uh, language and their the letters, the characters of that they write with. And uh, Rome, unlike let's say Greece or Persia, mishum de like sab they don't have their own writing velo they don't have their own language. They kind of you could say bastardized or took others together there's no original there's no roman language there's no roman letters that they might have used it from others whereas Greece had their own letters and language and Bavel, and Persia okay amar ula why do we have the years since the beginning of whatever the ruling power is on the get at all why, why are we putting it on there? Why don't we say, like, the, the Bria Salam? Amar malchus Well, because we want to keep peace with the ruling Gentile authorities. And it would be in the best interest for them to know that these official documents that the Jews are doing are dated according to their rule. Mishum shalom malchus. Okay? Shalom <speaking> malchus. We should have peace with the ruling powers that they'll see the Jews are machshevas. They put us at the top of their document. Okay, uh, so we're saying then, because of that, if you don't put the date according to the current, I don't know, Babylonian uh, ruler, then it's not a good get, and like, kids are mamzerim, you're going to go that far, and the vlad is a mamzer? And like, in. yeah, that's how far we'll go, and it's actually, it's Rabbi Meir, Stam Mishnah, I assume it's Rebbe Meir, uh, with Bach's Rebbe Meir, going according to reasoning, we have heard him say, Numerous times before in this Masechta, and on his name, whatever the rabbis want you to do in the realm of Gittin, you have to do that. And if you don't, it's totally invalid to the point that children from a new relationship this woman might have would be mamzerim. a meshana anyone who changes from the laws, the nature, the structure, the parameters of Gittin that the chachamim insist on. Uh teitze, or Yotzi, Vahavlad Mamzer. Basically she has to break off that new relationship, no matter how good it might be, and any kids that might be are Mamzer. Is super serious is Rebbe Mayer when it comes to following exactly what you have to do in the realm of kitchen Then we said the Shum Malchus yavon We had a number of examples. Why don't we just write you have to date it according to whoever the ruling authority is. We gave a whole slew of examples. We said if you wrote it according to the Malkushena no Hagenis, which is Rome, then we gave the example of Greece or Madai, then we said according to the years since the Basimikdish was built, according to the years the Beis was destroyed. Why all those examples, they're all necessary? Dei, squiggle underline the word dei. and Malkushena If you would have written um, that. If the mission would have told us you cannot write out a get according to the years of the Roman Empire, Ishum de Malicha, because they are currently ruling. Of Malchus Mada, which is a historical kingdom, they, they weren't ruling anymore, or Malchus Yavan, which as great as they might have been, was historical, but no longer there, you might have thought to say, Listen, my the current authorities are not going to get so upset if you are dating it according to some ancient kingdom that doesn't exist anymore. That's why we had to say that you can't even do that. The ha I squiggle it on the word VE, If we were told in the Mishnah, then malchus madai, malchus Yavan is invalid to date the get according to that. Mishum de malchus ahave. at least those were like kingdoms of Albinian habayis, some silly building in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount that the Jews had. Ma'edahavehaveh, right? This is a time where the basement was destroyed all right, the Jews are you know, remembering some sort of uh, glorious past that they may or may not have had. Maybe you would have thought that the Gentile authorities wouldn't be uh, upset with that. Kamashman they are. V'yash, meaning, being a bias, and if you tell me, okay, fine, if you're counting from the years the Basement was built, da'amar, because you could reason that the Gentile authorities, da'amri, what's going on with these Jews? Kamad kiri shavchaihu. Mad like are they're remembering, they're recalling their, their glory. Who knows, they might be planning some sort of insurrection. Of uh, al-Khorban if they're counting, which is interesting. We always count how many years since the Khorban. The Khorban which is like the least offensive that you could imagine to the current ruling authorities. According to years since the base image was destroyed, that's like painful. It's a, a bitter reminder of their, their their terrible past. You would have thought, at least that the authorities don't care about. Oh no, they care about that also, therefore it's It's necessary to give me all of those examples that if a get is dated according to those, as opposed to the current ruling authority, it is invalid. We had said in the Mishnah that if the sofer was in the east and he wrote in the document that he was in the west. And we didn't even actually say the sofer. Maybe I'm saying too much. Said If he was in the east and he wrote in the document that he was in the west. Man. Who is in the East and who's in the West? Who are we referring to here? Well, colon. If we're referring to is where the husband is, in other words, the husband's in uh, let's say Minneapolis and it's written that he's in St. Paul, Yomach Shmov or the other way around, that would not be the case because that's stated elsewhere in the Mishnah. Hainu, here's a quote from elsewhere in the Mishnah where we said, if you change Shina Shmoi his name, his name is Bob, you call him Robert, or Shma, her name, or Shame-e-Roy, if you change the name of the city, or Shame-e-Ra, the name of her city, that's invalid. So that's where we're talking about if it's his city. Whose city are we talking about? That if you're in the east and you write that you're in the west, Ella-Lav, or Ella, it's the sofer. The sofer writes out, and often the sofer will write it out and will have the idiom sign it right then and there. That's the problem. Like Rav, who oversaw get being written and um, delivered, he would tell his uh, official scribes. He would say to them, "Make very sure that when you are processing a get, you write the place that you are in, where the edom are going to be signing, not the place if it happens to be different where the husband told you or asked you to write a get for him." And the uh, the line here is. It's one of my favorite lines of all of the Shas. He says, Shili, uh, Hini, and Shili definitely are, go better than Minneapolis and St. Paul. But they were basically two different cities that might have been relatively close to each other. And the bottom line was, if you are in Shili, where you're writing to the get in, they're going to sign it, write in the get that you're doing it in Shili, even though you might have been asked by the husband to write out the get in another place called Hini or if you're in Hini basically write out wherever you are not where the husband told you to write it even though where the husband told you to write it that might be where you're getting your salary and that you might think has some sort of significance to it no it's where the cipher is in the ADMR signing that's the name that has to be written that's the name of the place that has to be written into the get Shmuel. I circled his name Shmuel that is this is going to be the first of two um, Illuminations as to who is the author of the Mishnah. We had a long Mishnah. There was only one name right at the end, Rabbi Elazar. Um, we're going to see now that actually our Mishnah is zu Divrei Rabbi Meir. Did we mention today's shir that it was Rabbi Meir? Yeah. So we're going to see again a, a few um, examples of the Mishnah being Shitas Rebbe Meir, I double underline those three words, Zu, Divi, Rebbe Meir. And about nine lines down, last word of line is divre, there's another, Zu, Divi, Rebbe Meir, which I double underline. So you go through different parts of the uh, Mishnah, and uh, it'll be revealed that it's actually according to Shitas Rebbe Meir. So it says, this is going according to Rebbe Meir, that, you're going to have a get. It's totally fine. But just because you wrote the different kingdom that you were dating it according to, it's a totally invalid get. That's according to every mayor. However, the Chachamah Maimrim, Afilu of shame Santer Even if you only dated it according to the Santer, you know, the uh, fellow in town who's in charge of the real estate records. He's a government authority. Harezu uh, so It would be a good get. So it's where you... Where you write the date on the get according to some other superpower, according to some ancient superpower, according to some other way of counting. But if you're going to count it according to the ruling authority, even if it's not like the king or the chief or someone, but like a lower authority, that would be valid. Here's a little case. There was a particular get that was written, and, and it, it, it was written in it, Lashem de Bashkar. For the Istandara, he was kind of like the uh, fellow in charge. Uh, Russia is the Shiltoin of Bashkar. We'll call him uh, Bashkar's governor. Um, is that good? He wrote it according to, uh, what's our mayor's name? Nuremberg Tremesh? Blach. Not according to years of the reign of King Bibi, but he wrote according to Bloch. Is that all right? No, Shalcha Rav bar Rav Chista lekame de Raba Kihai Gavna mai. He wrote it according to the years of rule of this the Basgar town governor. Is that considered valid? Shalach lei In this case, afilu Rabbi Meir Modi. Even Rabbi Meir would agree. Even Rabbi Meir would agree. Normally, Rabbi Meir said it's no good. In this case, he would agree my timer, uh, why would her mayor agree to say that it's okay? Because, what, what party is she uh, affiliated with? Bloch, is she independent? she Likud? Mm-hmm. She, she ain't, she's not shinui, and she's not labor. She's basically in line with, I would say, basic sort of a light right wing, semi-religious kind of uh, political, which is sort of like BB, uh kind of in line with that it's the same general ruling power. Okay, but didn't we say on the first two lines that if you wrote it, L'shem, the Santer Shabir, who was the registrar of uh, land, sales and deeds, that that would be, only the Chavim would agree with, Rebbe Mayor would say it was no good. So how is this any different than the Santer Shabir? Well, it makes a big difference. You know why? Hasam, by the Santer, that, that's essentially like the uh, chief custodial engineer of sewage backup in the city. It might be a position like that, but that's about as low as a position as you can get, and therefore it would be almost like an embarrassment to the ruling power that you're dating the get according to the chief custodial engineer of sewage backup. Hassan, by the Santer is Zila milsa. it's considered degrading to them, whereas ha'ha. Over here, a city of 143,000 people, that you have a um, uh, uh, mayor block. Hacha, <laughs> milsa. So it's not so much, is it part of the ruling authority? Is it, is it a chashva position in the ruling authority, even though it might not be uh, the king or one of the higher-ups? Period. Amrabi Rabbi Abba, Amar Huna, Amar Rav, I circled Rav. Another example in our Mishnah is Zudivir Rabbi Meir. I double underline Zudivir Rabbi Meir. Now, Zudiv Rabbi Meir that the kid is going to be a mamzer. That's pretty heavy to say a child born is going to be a mamzer because of this. Av the chachamim the vlad would be kasher. That because of the Shalom Malchus issue, that if you dated it according to some other ruling authority, that the kid's going to be a mamzer. From uh, no, no, the kid would be kosher. chachamim. The chachamim would agree to Rabbi Meir. However, sheim shina that if you had a different change, if the if the mistake wasn't. That it was dated according to a, to a different governing authority. But it was Shina Shmoi, you got his name wrong, or Shma, her name wrong, Shem Irah, his city, Shem Irah, that they would agree, the Vlad is a so It's really important. Those are the essential details in the get that have to be correct. Amaravashi, as a last generation Amarav, af, the Mishnah, as we have it, also brings out this point. The Mishnah had said, here's a, um, almost a, line and a half quote of the Mishnah, it said in our Mishnah. Now, if I look back at our Mishnah, the first examples were writing it for the wrong ruling power. Then, on Peyam Aleph, on the fourth line, we had another example of where it would be a problem. Got his name wrong, got her name wrong, got his city wrong, got her city wrong. That which the Mishnah taught it as a different section, Shina Shmoi. His name, Shma, or her name, shem i the name of his city where he, he currently lives, or Shem-I-Ra. Tetzay, mizeh she has to leave, meaning she can't be with her first husband. The second husband of her might she has to leave. Elu ba. Now, that next section of the Mishnah, who's the author of it? Ha-Man-Ketani-La. Who, who would have told us that? Question mark. Well, who do we say the Tanakhama was? First three words on this page. Rebbe Meir. So if it was Rebbe Meir, E. Lama. Rebbe Meir, in other words, like the Tanakama, Le'arvinu Velisninu. Why do you have different sections of the Mishnah? If the Pesach is the same in all of them, teach them together and have one psak at the end. Ela Shmaminah, you know why it's a different section in the Mishnah? Because not only is it have the same Pesach, but it's not Lefi Rebbe Meir, it's even according Shmaminah Rabbanan. Shema mina. So from the way that Rebbe was Masada the Mishnayas, that the first case, the writing the wrong ruling authority, as far as the date, that's Rebbe Meir. And then the next section, that's even the Rabbanan would agree, if you have like one of the more essential points that they get, his name, her name, his place, her place that's incorrect, that would be even the Chacham. The next section of the Mishnah is Kol HaRaiya shamru etc. What do we say? You have, um, Kolorias Shamru, in a case of Yibum, you have a fellow who's got a couple of wives, he dies childless. One of the wives is a erva to the surviving brother, and therefore not only is she off the hook from having a Yibum so too the other co-wife is. And therefore we said, well, if one of the other co-wives went and hooked up and got married with some other guy, and then it turns out that the co-wife was really the relative, was really an islandist, which means she was never really married to the deceased, which means that she should have had a Yibar Chalitza. That was the case. So we're going to make a duke off the way the case was presented. Kol amru Shamru, etc. Here's a duke. What did it say that the co-wife, who was not a relative, did, went off and married some other guy? Nisu in That's where we say she has to leave. However, if she didn't go and marry another guy, but had let's say don't know one night stand or just fooled around with him Zinu if it was merely a Znus which would be let's say uh, a sexual intercourse outside of the context of marriage, low then it would not be as much of a problem, in other words it would not be us for her to go back and do Yibum with one of their surviving brothers, okay Lema, should we say that Diuk of the way we just learned the Mishnah would be a Tiyuv to Rav who's Rav Hamnuna, what did he say? I don't his name he said that a Yavam, that's a woman, husband died, childless is waiting to do either Yimam or Chalitza, not really sure what's going to be done yet. Shezinsa, and she goes off and has a fling with some other guy, not in the context of marriage, but just relations. Asura yavama it would actually be forbidden. But we're saying in this case that even though she had relations with some other guy, she would be allowed to go into Yimam. So should we say that this would refute that Amarashita of Rav this part of the Mishnah says, no, low, comma, it could very well be that when the Mishnah said nisu, the correct understanding is if one of the other surviving widows went and got remarried, or even if she had a fling with some guy, nisu, v'hu lazinu if that's the case, then why did the Mishnah teach itself in the context of only getting remarried, why not any relations, v'hay nisu. Because the Mishnah doesn't want to talk about her having a one-night stand or a fling with some guy. It's just not nice. It's not refined. Lishna Ma'alya naka. When we use this, when we don't use it, I'm not exactly clear of the gadaram. But the Mishnah would just prefer to use a a more sensitive lashon. Like uh, now, you'll you'll tell uh, kids you won't speak out the graphic details. Oh, this, this this couple is married. Well, they're not really married. They're living together. They're they're, they're together. So the Mishnah uses a more sensitive Lushan, but the truth is it's any relationship she would have with a man uh, other than this surviving brother that she's waiting to figure out what to do with. The Ikadamri, I was squiggling on the Ikadamri, this would be a second lushan. If you want to put a number two in the margin here, so you'd put a number one, about four or five lines earlier uh, in the margin there. We're going to make the Diuk the other way. We're reading the Mishnah. You have a number of wives married to a husband. He drops dead. There's no kids. It's a case of even So, Well, one of those widows is actually a erva with one of the surviving brothers, and therefore since she's off the hook, all of the other ones are also off the hook, and they go and marry other people. V'igadamri. The Mishnah said if one of them, one of the surviving widows who was not the erva, went nisu and got married to someone else, v'huadin Lazinu, and this truth would apply even if she just had a uh, one night stand. Okay according to that understanding, then should we say that our Mishnah is a support? Lema is Rav Hamnuna, Damar Rav Hamnuna, Shizin, That would support it, right? She's never able to be with the Yavama again, have that opportunity, and that would be seemingly what our Mishnah is saying? No, the Gemara says. It's also inconclusive. So either one of the Lashaynas, we try to refute Rav Hamnuna in the first Lashon, not necessarily. And now we try to support Rav Hamnuna in the second Lashon, and we say not necessarily. Lo. comma. When the Mishnah Describe the case as one of the surviving widows marrying some other guy. It meant nisu dafka. That's when she can't go back and do yibum. Why? Because if we would allow her to go back and do yibum mishum de that would be too easily confused with a case of isha Shahala bala al medinas hayam, a case where um, let's say you have a woman and her husband goes overseas. They didn't have texting, they didn't even have WhatsApp, they didn't have telephones, they didn't have telegrams, they didn't have anything, and then some uh, witnesses come back and say, uh, very sorry to tell you, Mrs. Smith, your your husband died overseas last month, okay, so what does she do? She gets remarried, and then a few years or a few months later, the original guy appears, ooh, we're in big trouble, now, do, do we let them go back together? Even though the case really was totally beyond her control, like it was at, we, we do not. This is too similar to that case if we're going to, it was supposed to originally maybe be done a or HaKalitza, didn't do it, went to be with somebody else, and it turns out that the reason why she didn't do the ibum all those years ago was because she thought she was off the hook because her co-wife was an error. It turns out that one was really an islandist because of the similarities of the cases. We don't allow it. of <speaking> imte <in Spanish> We had another case that was then brought in our Mishnah. That was where there was a man who died, chalice, had a few wives. There's no one who's an erva over here. So one of the wives does yibum with one of the surviving brothers. What does that do for any of the other wives? They're free, right? They're totally free. to, And that's what they do. However, it turns out, I realized like a year or two later that the one who did, the widow who did the Yibum is actually an islandist, which means she was never really married to the deceased, which means that, well, means we're in trouble here. So, hakainasis Why did we need the mission to give both examples, both the case of where one of the surviving widows was an erva, and that's why. The other surviving widows were pater or the case where one of the surviving widows did yibum, and that's where word potter. What's the chiddush on each side? It's necessary to have both those cases taught. Why not just teach one, and I would know the other? Here's why: colon dei, I squiggle the word dei diashminan beha. I wrote above that erva. The case where one of the surviving widows is a erva to the surviving brother. Bahacha Maisif, that's where we were told that this is the din. Mishum de lo ikayim it's ibum, Because in this case, no one did yibum. No one did anything. Basically, they were totally off the hook. That's why maybe you should have said to the other surviving widows, wait and see what happens. Like maybe it's going to turn out that woman is an island. So you never know. Aval, or Kama, Aval, hacha, where there were a number of surviving widows, and one of them went ahead and did yibum. I wrote about that Kones where there was a full fledged Yibum de Ikai mitzvah Yibum. As far as anyone knew, the mitzvah yibum was fulfilled. I would have thought to say, Hey, Malo, that over there, this wouldn't be the scenario that the other surviving widows would have to wait, because you never know. Maybe the one who did Yibum is really an islandist. That's what you would have thought. So therefore, you have to tell me the case of where one actually did Yibum. Why not then just give the example in that case? Vee I squiggle and underline line this word vee mean and haha in the case where one of the surviving widows did yibum. Well, mishum de If you have a number of surviving widows, and deceased brother he loses a brother, who can the surviving brother take to do yibum with? Anyone that he wants. He could do wife number one, wife number two, wife number three. In other words, the wife who went. And got married to some other guy, was potentially able to do the Ibum. In the first case, it's not this scenario, because since her co wife was an Erva, she wasn't eligible at all. Mishum de Ramya kame, both were eligible to do the Ibum. Of Al Hasam, in that case, where one of them was an Erva, Dolo Ramya kame. As far as anyone knew, it wasn't even off the ground the possibility of Ibum, because one of the surviving widows was an Erva. Aloy might have thought not, therefore, that's why the Mishnah taught both cases. Both the case where one of the surviving widows is an erva to the brothers of the deceased husband, or the case where an actual yibum was done in both those cases. What should the surviving widows really have done? Waited to see to make sure that that one who either was pottering them, getting them off the hook through yibum or because she was an erva, actually was uh, a woman who could have children we had said Rabbi Eliezer piped up right at the end of the Mishnah if it happened right away then we could say that you have to switch it but if it happened afterwards then not what are those two terms how do we understand immediately how do we understand after time I circled Shmuel well, immediately means like really immediately. You know what immediately is? If it's discovered immediately, at the parties, the, the, the wife, the, the, whoever is over there, the husband, their various lawyers or friends or family are still there dealing with the issue. Like Zehu, uh, that would be la altar. However, if they got up and they went on their way, even if it's like five minutes after that, that's considered La zman. So immediately means like really immediately. If it's discovered, okay, fine. Rav Adabar Ahava, who I circled Amar, that, no, that, that's not what we mean. What we mean is, did the woman in question who was supposedly received the get, get remarried or not? This could be like three years later, but she's not yet remarried. It says, lo niseis, zeula alter. If she hasn't gotten remarried, could it be six months later, could be six years later, it doesn't make a difference. If she hasn't like actually followed through the ramifications of it, then that's considered l'alter. If, however, Nisei, she got remarried, and then it turns out we think that, oh my goodness, look at why does she have the receipt and he has the get? It seems like they must have switched the document. Zehu, that's the Okay, so we have Shmuel. Let's go back to the Mishnah and see if it seems to indicate like maybe either one of those and maybe be a bit questionable for the other one. So it's not, we quote our Mishnah. The Mishnah is right at the end of our Mishnah. One line, right angles. It's not within the right of the first one to uh, ruin whatever... Zichus, the second one has the second man the second guy her second husband I, I dot underline the line Shani okay so the reason given is because she's got a new man you can't have the original man come in and ruin things for the new man you can't have the original husband come in and ruin things for the new husband what does it sound like it's taluiyan Bishlam I squiggle and the Bishlama Rav Adabar Ahava who said the issue was did she get remarried or not yeah, did she get remarried or not? Heimdik Shaney. That's why there's a second guy in the picture. Ella, I squiggle around the Ella. Ella LeShmuel, who said it has nothing to do with there's a second guy in the picture or not. It's just, did they like finish the discussions of the get and they traded the documents? My, what's the shaney? Why is there even a second guy there? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. So what are we referring to when we say the second guy? And with this we'll conclude. We're not talking about the second guy. We're talking about the potential rights of there to be a second guy. <laughs> that's, once they finish the divorce proceedings, and the document is handed to her, and he hands the document to her, she hands the document to him. We, we hope the document he gave to her was to get. The document that she handed him was the receipt for the Ksuba payment. Does she have the ability to put herself on the market again? Absolutely. What's that? That's the zechus, the possibility that she has to marry another guy. Did she have that yesterday? No, because she was still married to the first guy. So it's that right that she now has to marry a second guy.